everybody. Welcome to 12 Questions. Hey. Hi. Hello. How y'all doing out hey. there? Hello. It's Anna Valenzuela. And uh, today I have with me Alex. Hey. Uh, it's Alex Young. Hey, what's up, Alex? The one and only. Hey, and if you're uh, if you're listening to this, sorry for some of the technical issues. I had to consult somebody who's uh, better at computers than I am, and she gave me some tips and tricks. So hopefully, we won't have any um, random dead air after the completion of an episode. Um, and today we're joined by a fantastic guest, guys. How would you like to identify yourself, sir? Logan Hobson. Hey, Logan hey. Hobson. And Logan Logan and I have a crazy like background. We worked together at a at a place that was like it was interesting, if anything. It was like everyone's unchecked family dynamics going going on left and right, which was super fun. Um and uh you always just had this like incredible, like fun spirit. And then we both realized about a year into me working there that I am a comedian and you are also a comedian. Hey. So, hey. We had a, we had a lot of fun at that place, but then then it, then it wasn't fun, and we said no. I think we're better. We better. We gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> that's how it goes at treatment centers. Like everybody gets there, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's so great! Oh my god, it's so wonderful!" And then all of a sudden, everybody leaves, like like <laughs> like, like like rats fleeing a ship. That's like just the thing. I don't, and I don't know why. It's just, I think it's just there's ebbs and flows to it, like meetings. I, I don't know, but um, life. Yeah, so that's what's going on there. Um, but yeah, we're so happy to have you here today. This Thank is you so for exciting. having me. Thank you for showing up, Logan. I'm very excited about this. Yeah, you have an incredible story. You truly have an incredible story. So I just want to like get right into it because our first question is usually like, how do you experience surrender? But um, I, like let's let's hear that. Let's hear that story. Like, how how did you get to recovery, man? Uh, I I went down swinging. I didn't just surrender. I didn't have one cocktail, too too many at the Christmas party. I said, you know what? I have a problem. I'm, I think I'm going to get into recovery. No, my my surrender came in a pre admit bunk at the Midnight Mission in downtown LA on Skid Row. Can you describe the Midnight Mission? Because I've been there. We we all went there with the house. I've, I've been there. I've done some volunteering there for different jobs and stuff. What... Um what what would you what's the environment like? Oh, when you first went, when, when I was dropped off there, yeah, I mean it turned out to be the the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Who my dropped life. you off? Uh, I had a sponsor, uh, a, a friend, dropped me off. Oh, okay, and uh, he basically told me uh, you're gonna get in there, you're gonna stay there for for, for a year, you're yeah. gonna keep your mouth shut and do what you're told. And I was wow. like, I really didn't have too many choices at that point. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what was your life like before that? Uh, I I actually I well b- right before that I had I was in Las Vegas for uh, for twenty years and wow. uh, and for for tw- uh, for the f- first uh, well I was sober for seven and a half years wow and uh, I was in recovery and then I sold the business I was in I was in I was with HBO and ESPN we were doing mm-hmm. all the boxing matches doing the writing and research yeah and punch stats we invented the punch stat program which was is used today CompuBox. still CompuBox on yeah. HBO mm-hmm. and ESPN so along the way I I, got, I thought it was a good idea to uh, sell that business sure right it's yeah. working might yeah. as well yeah yeah. Sell yeah. It. well let's you know let's i wanted new challenges well i got new challenges <laughs> <laughs> starting from scratch on skid row there's a new challenge all right and you had the cash for it <laughs> <laughs> so i i you know i was so and i i sold that business and here here i am in recovery 
with a lot of money yeah. in Las Vegas. That's not that's just not a good position for an alcoholic. To yeah, be it's in. A, well they have strong fellowship out there for sure, but for good reason because there's a lot of like there's a lot of temptation out there. Yeah. It is a great fellowship if you go. Yeah. <laughs> if, exactly. If you bypass the bar and go to the and go to yeah. the fellowship, you're doing great. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I started having a problem bypassing the bar. Uh. Right. Why? Right. Must have been a good bar. <laughs> there were several good bars. And, uh, I, 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 I'll tell you, my my life changed dramatically. I lost everything. Yeah. In in eight years, I was out there eight years partying and carrying on and you know doing what you do in Las Vegas. Yeah, I, easy. You know, I don't really like that the details to me are really boring. You know. Yeah. They're really boring. You know, I drank. I acted like an I, idiot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know. It gets to a point when you start sharing where there, you know, it's it's interesting. There are like folks in the meetings that want to hear the whole like the whole you know drunkalog or you know amusing story. They want everything, and um. I'm always just like, you know what? I was just a really sad party girl. And if I told you that story, you'd be really bummed out. <laughs> it's, not, it's not glamorous. It sucked for a reason. Like it was fun and then it wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> so yeah, I totally get it. But I just think it's so interesting. You've lived such an amazing life, you know? And and throughout all of that, you know, a lot of people, especially riding so high on the hog for so long, would have a the level of humility that I see you walk around with, you know, is so amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it's so amazing. And it must have, so you get dropped off at Union, you get dropped off at the Midnight Mission and, and you just do it. Yeah. I, I, I had no choice. I'd like to say, oh, yeah, you know, I had this amazing awakening. Right. And oh, look at me. Oh, I did this. I had no place right. to go. Yeah. I had, I had burned all the bridges in my life. I had yeah. no friendly place to turn to. Right. I had no choice. So I didn't, you know, get really humble and say, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to do this. No, I had no place to go. So I, I went in there and um, it was it was, a, it was something checking in there. And, and, and this is alcoholism. As I'm walking through the car, courtyard at the yeah. Midnight Mission to check in. That's like it's a hotel check in. Yeah. Well, because you have to do like you have to do like an intake check in. They gotta search. They gotta search your hefty bag full of clothes and which, make sure. Which is what I had. I yeah. had a green garbage yes. bag filled with dirty clothes. Yep. And and I'm walking Ooh. through the courtyard, stepping over people, mm-hmm. stepping yeah. over the homeless. Have you ever been down there? To like- oh yeah, yeah. I've driven through there, but I haven't been in. In. Ah, and I'm Go stepping in. over these people, th- and I'm and I'm saying, "Oh, look at these people! Oh, what? Look, right. look at this!" And and boy, that's alcoholism right there. You know, you cannot see the forest for the trees. You just can't see. Yeah. You know, here I am, broke, looking for cigarette butts. Yeah. On and thinking somehow I'm better. Yeah. Right. I'm better of course. off. Yeah. I'm special. Yeah. yeah. I'm, spe- <laughs> I'm real special. <laughs> I'm VIP. Where's your bar? Yeah. Right. <laughs> You see that a lot in you see that a lot with some people they'll they'll come in and they're just like yeah but I don't I didn't really like it cuz you know I'm really not like those people and it's like you I, are those I, people. Yeah, I don't know How dare you? Memo, like, but you're here, and but like maybe a judge, a lawyer, and a family member have all told you you should be here. So like, chill, <laughs> <laughs> relax, relax. So how do you experience surrender? Uh, for me, it's it was I, I was sitting there on the bunk, 
and I'm sitting in this in this dormitory with 150 other guys, you know, and um, and it's it's really hard to the la- when the la- that's the last layer of denial for me went right there. It's like it was. I said something's wrong with my. I, I lost faith in all my thinking, in all yeah. and everything that was going on between my ears. I lost uh, faith in yeah. how could how, something's wrong with my thinking if I'm sitting. In a home, in a homeless shelter, uh, drug and alcohol program right. on Skid Row. There's something wrong with my thing. My, my best thoughts have put me here. Mm. Right. So I, that 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 was that was a big part of my surrender right there. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. That is. Um. That's the truest. That's like the most simplistic way to describe it. Because even in recovery, I've had moments where I'm like, well, my best thinking got me into this pickle whether i've been fired or in some sort of dumb conflict or some sort of oh wow my oh i have to surrender yet again you know and it's that it's just that simple thing of like my best thinking got me here now what you know what is your what is your uh like most insane moment either in or out of recovery I actually, I actually won both from Logan. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> What's that? Out of recovery, uh, it, uh, another place. My best thinking got me. Still thinking, I'm, I have got it going on. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Las Vegas, and the best job I could muster was a bouncer in a transgender bar. Okay, okay. solid. I, I was, I was, I wound up. I was a bouncer in a transgender bar, and. Uh, and, and, you know, I still thought I had it going on. I yeah. I still thought I had it going on. And it, it, it was, there, there was a lot of comedy in it. There was, yeah. there was a lot of comedy I bet. in it. Yeah, yeah I work with a lot of drag queens. They do a lot of ghostwriting for drag queens. And that's, that, it's fun. It's it's a fun scene. But if you want to, if you, if you want to hang out with people who will tell you exactly what they think of you at all times, hang out in the drag scene. <laughs> that's awesome. I, 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 one night I came, I came to work mm-hmm. and, 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 one of the one of the one of the uh, ladies is is outside, and yeah. there was drugs in the bar. There was prostitutes. It was it was it was, it was like a lot of it everything. Was, it was like it was drag, a, trans. It was drugs. it was it was everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's my job to you know make sure that the place is kind of running smooth and that the, you know they're not, there's no problems for the police yeah. and the place doesn't get closed down. And I walk up, and one of the one of the girls is is outside smoking a joint. Uh-huh. With a mini skirt on, okay, right, hailing cars down to get a trick, right, okay, lifting mm-hmm. a skirt up, and I'm oh, like, okay. oh god, no, oh god, uh-uh. <laughs> I said, I said, it was, it was Crystal. I said, Crystal, put that joint away and put that joint away. Ah! Get inside. Ah! <laughs> put both of those blunts down. <laughs> so funny, so funny. <laughs> there, there was some, there was some crazy moment. And, and in that point, I was in the boxing business of 20 years. I saw the most vicious fights I've ever seen in my life. Damn. I thought it was going to be an easy kick. I was just, you know, relax. I could drink for free. I've, I used to teach wow. I used to teach karate, and I'd rather fight a dude any day of the week. Any <gasps> day of the week. The heel bottles. The my, ladies geez. go, they get down. My, my first night, wow. I thought this was going to be easy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was, I was describe I was describe wrong. your first night. My my first, I was standing. I was I think I was on duty ten minutes, uh-huh. and this uh, short trans uh, trans girl Mexican girl okay. and a tall Hawaiian 
girl that's standing by. And all of a sudden, the, the Mexican, she takes a bottle and cracks it over the lion's Whoa. head. I was like, yeah. oh, no. I, oh, wow. I, I couldn't buy fry. I was like, what is this? Yeah. And then the Hawaiians are pounding them. And I'm like, try, I'm trying to get the Hawaiian off. And yeah. I'm like, I can't, I can't move. <laughs> That's and, so funny. I'm like, I can't. And I'm like, I, finally, I, I, I got her away. And I, and I was like, I couldn't move. I, I said, what, I mean, what do you eat? I could That's move so you. funny. She, what she, do you eat? <laughs> she, Apparently, you know, little Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I come to find out, I got to be I actually got to be friends with her. Uh, she used to play football for the University of Hawaii. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, okay. I don't feel that bad. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. You were only a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's like RuPaul presents Roadhouse. Yeah. Amazing. Freaking day one. Welcome. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Have you had any like really insane moments in your recovery? Because uh, you have a kick-ass program. Oh, th- thank you, thank, th- thank you. Uh, there's been there's been a lot, especially especially at the mission. There was a lot of it. Uh, yeah. a lot of insane. I think I, I think one of, I think one of the most insane moments, at least for me, my insanity. It really. I went I went into Clancy. He was the uh, yeah. Clancy. He's the director of the Midnight mm-hmm. Mission. And and I was told go go see him. He's you know he's he's been in recovery for a long time and you know go see him. He's you know he'd be good for you to talk. So I went in and I talked to him. And I sat down. And I go, you know, I really don't want to be here. And uh, you know, and furthermore, uh, I I'm not sure if I want to be sober. And he looked at me, and he goes, well, we're really really honored to have a no good bum like you with us. I was yeah. like, wow. <laughs> I was like, that's harsh. <laughs> that's so funny. To use the transition furthermore inside of a <laughs> midnight <laughs> mission. <laughs> and then, then he smiled at me and he goes, I know how you feel, kid. He goes, he goes, I felt that way at one time. He goes, you, you just stay here. Come back and see me in two weeks if you f- still feel the same way. And that wow. was, that really... That really showed my my own my insanity to me because I walked out of it and I was like, "Yeah, I guess now I am a bum. I'm yeah. I'm damn." But but up Ooh. to that moment, I actually thought I had something going on. Like I'm sitting in a homeless shelter and I'm like, "Well, I really don't want to be here, and I don't want to be like I have a choice." Right. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. And then work working at the so- the sober living, there was some like really insane stuff. <laughs> Anna, as well, you know, we we saw some things. I know it was always popping off at at the girls' house. It was always I know I know when we were all on the same note uh, thread, everybody got a good kick out of hearing what was happening at the girls' house. I would come, I would show up. So I would show up at Friday on at ten p.m. So they'd been doing groups and IOP and everything all week and getting into fights and trading boyfriends and oh, okay. just being crazy all week. And then I would get there and they would, at first they wanted to like party like it was 1999 all weekend. And then they realized, oh, I'm not the one. I Uh-oh. do not negro- negotiate with terrorists. <laughs> I do not. I will That's shoot exactly the hostage. That's exactly what we are. <laughs> I will take this. I will lock this entire house down. And they learned that like, I think week one, I was like, oh no you're lighting your t-shirts on fire inside like in our fire pit i was like yeah i know that we're not burning other people's clothes right now you need to get the house (laughs) 
Well, the guys are going to come over. No, they're not going to come over because you're burning their clothes. How about you go? How about you go call your sponsor? So there was like a lot of that, but definitely you would see things that were like, um, and and to be fair, uh, that was probably the first time in a in a recovery setting where if something went wrong, the boss didn't go, "What did you do wrong?" They understood pretty clearly that um we had a we had a house full of um we had a house full of like little banshees and so, so they fucking got circus it. they understand yeah. like the yeah the ringleader isn't gonna ask what's going on like, yes. like he knows there's yeah. wild animals about <laughs> yeah so it was a pretty it was a pretty good you know as long as you could um because the guys houses there were two, i think two guys houses and those were different crazy in different ways they were more like aggressive and more you know shit talky and kind of whatever whereas the girls would like like occasionally like it would be calm for a few weeks and then somebody like smoked dope in a bathroom and I'd be like you gotta go or like something we go through a few weeks of like just craziness and then it would calm back down am I getting it right I think oh yeah yeah and we, we, we uh, the, what you know. And they would all date each other, so we'd have to like Damn. keep in contact all the time about like, hey, so and so went out. You might be careful because she was dating, I think, one of your guys or whatever. So you always had to be kind of careful. And they would usually go out together. That's usually what would happen. Unfortunately, and, and we'd have a meeting. We'd have a meeting once a week where all the houses would get together. I know they try to get me to go to that meeting on my off days. I'm like, mm, you better pay me. Oh, no. <laughs> it's really the worst idea in the world to have them because they would hook up. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was really a bad idea. Turn into a fucking orgy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. That was so weird. They're, they're young. They're like they're mm-hmm. just coming off alcohol and drugs. What else? What's next? They're Sex. All, yeah. yeah, they're all made up, and it's and we had the pool at our house. So oh, the guys shit. would want to come over and swim in the pool and stuff. So that was that was a whole that was a whole situation. It's a whole thing, but you learn like you you really learn how to. Uh, I was talking to my sponsor today because I've been out of there for a little over a year. And um, and I was telling her, like, now that I'm sort of, you know, I'm a comedian. I'm like an independent contractor. I do little things here and there to, like, make some extra money. I go to auditions. I do whatever. But the nice thing about the house was I had, like, a thing that, like, I could focus, like, well, this isn't really my dream, so that's the thing making me sad. And she sort of equated it like I've gone into the woods. I'm into the creative woods, and Hmm. it's just me in the woods now. (laughs) (laughs) I can't go to work and be like, you know what the problem is? It's this job that pays my bills and feeds me for free on the weekends where I can do my laundry. (laughs) 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 You know what my problem is? is But I would come, I would would go into work on Fridays, and I would leave on Sunday night, which I talked them into, I used to sleep on Monday morning, mm-hmm. but on Sunday night, and then you would see me, Alex would see me at Mike's and stuff right after work. And you'd and I'd be always, worn. I'd you'd always have worn. this like, wild look in my eye like I had just seen <laughs> <Yeah>. a war. <laughs> I, I was a resident manager 24-7 for like six months. I Jeez. don't know how you did it. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because it, it's, it's, it's constant. You're on alert. You're on constant alert. Yeah. And you know, you know what was always fun? Doing hmm. uh, UAs, the urine test. Oh, that, oh, liquid gold. That's how. Did you see John Oliver this week where they broke that down? I was like, we knew that. So what it is in treatment centers and in sober houses, they uh, charge insurance. Like how they make the bulk of their money is they charge insurance for oh, yeah. urine tests. Huge and scam. They do it 
every three days, right? Or every three times a week. Three times right? a three week. Three times yeah. a week. And they also have to pee at their at their IOP three times a week. So they're peeing a total of six times a week, sometimes more, if they're extra crazy. So you didn't have that. You didn't actually get the text of, can you drop a pregnancy test inside that too? Because I would have to sometimes pregnancy test the girls without their wow. knowledge. Logan. <laughs> <I'm> like, Logan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was insane. But it what I love is people who only drink Red Bull and coffee will look you dead in the eye and go, I don't have to pee. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you're like fucking liar. Never. Like, Not at you're, all. You're made of diuretics. How yeah. is it that you don't have to pee? How is it? And then they do pee, and it comes out the color of that pumpkin over there. You're like, are you okay? Well, are you getting any vegetables in your diet? Are you all right? Like freaking prune. Did they give you a hard time with the UAs? Well, how would oh, the guys challenge you? Oh, they, they, it's I, I. It would be first. It, I can't pee right now. Okay, an hour or two goes by, and then it's uh, stop pressuring me. You're making me nervous. I can't pee. Then, what? And yeah, they would say, you, you know, me, I was putting too much. One guy said, you're putting too much pressure on me. I'm not going to be able to urinate if if you keep pressuring me to urinate. Well, <laughs> I mean, eventually. Yeah. I, I did. It's so funny. I did. I had surgery last year and I had a moment where um, because of the surgery, I couldn't pee. And I felt... Mm. If for those of that did legitimately have crazy bladder shyness, I was like, I get it. This <laughs> is the worst. But at the same time, most of the time they just they're gonna test dirty, so they're just like, oh, I didn't be. I okay. can't. Ooh. Did you ever get them first thing in the morning, like seven in the morning? Be like, hey, before you go to before you go to IOP, I just want to make sure. Um, you know, before you go pee, come see me. And they're like, uh, like all sad. Without fail, everyone that ever balked, always pee, always dirty, always dirty. Damn. Without, I can't think oh, of one case where somebody. If you are balked. listening to this and you are in drug treatment, I love you, mean it, but we we know, we know. Anybody who's like, I can't pee, you're making me, and then you drink. Oh my, did you? Did you get this one? Um, I blew. I I blew for alcohol when they would use the breathalyzer uh, because I had. Uh, let's see. Let's the following substances: kombucha. <laughs> um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, apple juice. The girls would blow apple juice into it. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's that. No, they, they, the guys weren't that creative. I found them manufacturing their own pea mixture out of iced tea. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it all. <laughs> they, a lot of times they'd exchange, you know, they they have somebody else pee for them, yeah, and they'd have it, they'd have like it in a in a cup, and then you get the... the cup and you say, "This is a little chilly, this guy." It mm. Yeah, this doesn't yeah. feel quite right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell when it's not. I would always say we got to make sure it's hot off the body and not off your buddy. That's what we <laughs> And they would, they would go, <laughs> I would like crack jokes the whole time. And man, there is no harder audience than a woman peeing. <laughs> there's, <Yeah>. no, <laughs> there's just no harder audience than like, like a grown woman peeing, <laughs> especially like a 45 year old, somebody who's like in a house with like seven 19 year old girls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're just oh, like, oh my disgusting. God. 
Ugh, this is the worst. Leave me alone. That sounds nightmarish. With all those crazy stories aside, what's a what's the a, a crazy story in sobriety that w- was about you, Logan? A crazy story in sobriety that was about me. Let's see. <laughs> this, this. one that sticks out in front. <laughs> a crazy story. Let's see. Um, you know what? Uh, this this. Every you know what every every meeting has its bit of insanity. Mm-hmm. Every every meeting there's, there's always some insanity. I mean, there's this. I, know, I used to drive the van for the the, the van for mm-hmm. the mission. We yeah. used to go to meetings, mm-hmm. and I I had a, a guy, and he would not leave the radio alone. He just kept he kept putting it up really loud. I'm like, would you please stop? Mm-hmm. So that makes it hard to drive. It, it does. When and, you're and, trying and, to focus and, and reaching, keep other people safe. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you got 15 people in the van and he keeps reaching over and turning it up mm-hmm. loud. And I said, I kept telling him to stop. Finally, he leaned up and as luck will have it, somebody cut me off and I had to slam the race and he, <gasps> and he slammed into the dashboard and like uh-huh. oh no sir did it, you have to file a report no 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 report was filed oh my god oh my god a lot of places I worked that would have been um, forms in I just, triplicate <laughs> I, I asked him <clears throat> nicely like to <laughs> well cause he was acting up yeah, he was, was acting a, a fool he shouldn't have been doing it that it was basically you know if, if you you know it's, we're gonna make a big deal out of it we're gonna make a big deal out of it so mm-hmm. did you go from living at the mission to living at the place where we both worked uh, I, I stopped off for about like a month or two I had okay. an apartment oh uh, you were sharing with my coworker. Right? Weren't you sleeping on her couch? Or oh no, that was, that was that was that was oh, that was that I, was yeah that yeah. was cat. I, I, we all I, knew we all knew each other. <laughs> it, <laughs> that was that was my homegirl's boyfriend. It's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So the workers were all sharing too. I see. <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be it would be weird too because you had you had your own room and then we each place had its own like uh, court like lodging. Mm-hmm. So you had your own room off to the side. Yeah, but it, it, it but it was but it was also it, an office. But then you, you had yeah. you had cameras in the room too. Mm-hmm. You had you had uh, yeah. monitors, so you could. It's like you could never. The, the thing about being a resident manager, you can't. There's no yeah. break at all. Jesus. There's no break because mm-hmm. one of them because there's like ten or twelve in a house. Somebody's up to something. Yeah. Yeah. Out of 12 addict alcoholics, somebody's up to something. 12 people in that house are not. I'm <laughs> not following the rules all of them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. imp- it's almost impossible. Even the best ones are fucking up somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just mm-hmm. up. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like vaping in the room or they're smoking somewhere they shouldn't be. I mean, yeah. and, that, and that's that's the one where you just walk through and you're just like, hey, don't do that. But it's the ones that like sneak out in the middle of the night and like do all kinds of weird shit and like. Oh, yeah. It was funny that they mentioned passages on the last week tonight. The John Oliver show. Yeah, they did. They ma- they named some pretty big rehabs here by name. I used to work at Passages. You worked at... I was working there overnight for about a good six months. You worked in treatment? Mm-hmm. When you were using? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. When was yeah. that? That was, I want to say, about six years ago. What? Yeah, way, way before, like even before I started comedy, I was working in treatment for a little bit and I was just, I was still like, still using or whatever. And then I would work the night shift there. I would drive out to Malibu on the weekends Mm -hmm. and just work there, work there through the night. 
And that's when I was taking like Ritalin to stay awake overnight. Cool. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then that'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then through the night, we'd have to do our checks. And then as we're walking through these mansions in the freaking hills, the yeah. rooms would just be empty. And I would go back and talk to um, my coworker. you were doing your checks. I've worked with yeah. people that didn't do their checks. Yeah, they, they, would, just, they would just sleep. They would <laughs> oh. just sleep overnight. Oh. And I tried to stay awake. And I'd walk past the room and do the checks. And people would be missing. And I'd go back and ask the coworker, hey, uh, I don't know what's his, I don't know where what's his name is. And he would just say, oh, he's with what's her name. Yeah, they They're, be boning. They be boning. That's like their little getaway. That's Ugh. their little staycation. I would yeah. be on, on Graveyard, I, I, I bet you did your checks. Well, the poor, I can just be, be late. You see these two saucers, <laughs> the eyes looking yeah. at you. Hey, like, <laughs> hey, hey, you guys in there, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm a riddling. Hey, hey. No, we used to tell me more about the company that you own. <laughs> oh my god, tell me more about that. That's hilarious. Because they were all like these huge CEOs, and we look at their profiles, and they were they were movers and shakers in like the industry, and they would just come there because they you know had like a bad situation, just go even worse, and that was it. But then I eventually got fired because the the Ritalin started not working anymore because I was taking way too much of it, and then. One morning about amphetamine. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One morning the manager comes in and he wakes me up because I had fallen asleep. You fell asleep on Ritalin? Yeah. And then I I woke up and I was just like, ah, startled awake and I was oh and I started walking around doing my checks and he's sitting there staring at me and he was like, I'm sorry, I gotta let you go. Cause it was evident that I was all hopped up on bullshit. (laughs) Like Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's did you did you ever meet the guy that says I used to be an addict. <laughs> did yes. You, did you ever you used to be it? that guy, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I used to talk to Anna about sobriety before I got clean and sober. And I was like, Ugh, how do you do that sober thing? <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy, man. Like, it, there's definitely, um, it's such a weird, when you're in recovery, it is, it doesn't surprise me that you're like, well, I have an insane story, but it's mostly about working in those places because there is sort of an insanity to continuing to work there. You know, not that it's not bad, not that I'm not grateful for the experience, but it's definitely running back into the burning building every day, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying that as a martyrdom thing. I'm saying that is that's kind of crazy. <laughs> and it's, it's it's funny, like if if you're in recovery, recovery, yeah. and then you, you go to treatment center type different. situation. Mm-hmm. It's it's different, and it, it, the two don't. After a while, you can do it for a while. Then the two don't gel. It's yeah, it, they become very different. Yeah, you yeah. really have to like either partition it in your mind or my all of my homegirls who've done it for a long time. They all describe it as they're stripping. They can always go back to it. You know, they can always go back to it. And on LinkedIn, LinkedIn and um and like j- some other job website, I do get hit up about every six months with a job offer from a treatment center. <laughs> and I'm like, funny. I know I can go back to it. Um, but I thought you were about to say like 
strip clubs reach you through LinkedIn to look for it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people looking for day strippers with scars. That's like, (laughs) yeah, for sure. They're like, "Uh, how jiggly are you? Uh, Got a hip problem? Cool. Yeah, we want a person whose bones sound like the heels clacking together. That's what we're looking for. We like your credentials on LinkedIn. (laughs) Come dance the the weekday shift. I just don't think day strippers get enough credit. I mean, that's doing a, the Lord's work. That's a tough gig. That's Come on, right. mm-hmm. have a heart. That's so funny. What is what? How do you make decisions in your life? How do I make decisions? Yes, I know. Hard transition. A multi well, decisions. Let's talk about decisions. Well, okay. Usually they're bad. They're bad decisions. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I don't. You know, I. I kind of go, I've lear- learned, I'm coming up on five years, Sabari, yeah. I'm, and I'm learning to go with the flow more and just not, like, when I have to make a a, a hard decision, like, okay, where am I going to work? What am I going to do about, like, finances? Where am I going to live? It, it it really has taken care of itself, and, like, it, if I have a choice, I just, I go, I go with my, I pray about it, I'll yeah. pray about it, and, you know, I just... Med- med- kind of meditate on it and it, j- it just kind of go it kind of just flows I haven't really I, oh gotta make a day you don't have to make a decision what am I gonna do what am I gonna do like when I, when I was ready to leave when I was ready to leave uh, the sober living situation yeah. a, a, a property management job with an apartment wow. that came with a bump kind of just fell in my lap that's beautiful wow. it, it just and that's like that was a that was a you know I it, it just happened and with, at what point did you leave the midnight mission I, I I was I I wound up working for Clancy the director and mm-hmm. I was I wound up staying there for twenty months. Wow! So yeah, I wound up staying. I, it's like I, and and I um I really enjoyed working because his experience and have and having him to talk to on a daily basis really gave me a solid solid foundation. Yeah, I mean he's just he's a wonderful guy and see a crazy story one. I, sometimes I drive with him when he goes and speaks at different functions, mm-hmm. and he's ninety-one years old. Wow! And we went to San Diego a few weeks ago, and he insisted on driving. Mm-hmm. No. Oh yeah. Oh God bless him. Oh no. 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 <laughs> it was. It was. I. I. You know. I've. I've been in terrifying situations. <laughs> you know. Oh, but yeah. but they usually they they last a minute. Two yeah. minutes, not two I, and a half hours. I was a I box. I was a, I, you, I, a forty-two years old. I decided to have a, a pro fight. I had a pro fight, four rounds. Whoa! And you know what? I, I was scared. You know, I've been scared going up on stage. At first, was yeah. really terrifying. Sometimes mm-hmm. it still is. Yeah. But I've never been terrorized over the course <laughs> of four hours. That's hilarious. Four, it took you four hours to get to yeah, San Diego. Did you leave? Two hours oh, okay. each way. Oh, but yeah. he was going. He was going 80, 90 miles an hour. Yeah. And he was was drifting yeah oh yeah mm-hmm. jesus i was like i, I was like oh and I, that's i'll tell you I, I did some praying then yeah yeah <laughs> I, that's crazy that's crazy that's so funny i definitely um i that's that's so funny that's i my inherited my grandmother's car and it's all beat up alex has seen it it's, it's all beat uh-huh. up it's really funny and it's got so, some new scars on it too i saw some, 
New ones? No, no, no. Those are old ones. Oh, okay. I haven't done anything to that car. Although I do drive it as if I'm like challenging the road. Like this car has nothing to lose. I want you to know <laughs> it has nothing to lose. It's a well-made car. <laughs> I am. I am like, okay, you're going to, you're going to. But it's so funny because she is terrifying to drive with. She's. We finally took the keys away from her. So I have the car now. Guess what she did? She leased a car. She can't get insurance on it either. Oh, no. But they let her lease it? Yeah. It's San Luis Obispo. It's the 805. It's country. Gee. They're crazy up there. I love it. She's going down swinging. She's going down swinging. Swinging that damn car around a phone pole, (laughs) people. Could you convince him to let you drive back because it was dark? That's always a good one with the No, because he gave a a talk. (laughs) He He was gave a lecture. Uh, on recovery down there, and he, it, it was a terrific lecture. I mean, the crowd loved it. So after the lecture, he was really full of piss yeah. and vinegar. Mm, he was like, Moxie. Goes, I feel great. I go, give me the keys. <laughs> give me the keys, you did great. He's like, no, I'm driving. <laughs> I said, please, come on, give it. He goes, nah, I'm, I'm, gr- I'm fine, get in the car. Wow. Wow, your and relationship it, with your higher power must be dope. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my higher power, the guy who's driving. Ah, that's so funny. <laughs> that's scary. That is Literally, Jesus, take the wheel. That is so funny. That is so funny. What's been the most surprising thing you've learned about yourself? I, w- I, w- I would say, I, I really, honestly, when, when I checked into the mission, I, I didn't think I could make it back. Uh, it was just, I said, oh, well, I got nowhere to go. I, uh, In a million years, I never thought I would be. And what age two, is this? Uh, I'm going to be 64 in two weeks. When you checked into the mission? Oh, it was 58. 58. Wow, yeah. Because if you're down and out at that age, you're like, hey, this is it. Yeah. You can't I, teach an old dog new tricks. Because there are some people, especially down in Skid Row, that at that age, that's that's, that's where they're going to yeah. live. That's right. it. And I, and I totally get giving up at that point. Because mm. it, it, yeah. it was close. It was it, 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 it was close. <sighs> and, and some, that's heavy. Some, and just, I, had, I, I saw people in recovery, and they said, you know, if you do what we do, and it's kind of cliche, yeah. but if you do what we do... You can have what we have, and I believe them for some for some crazy reason. I believe yeah. them. Yeah, no choice. And I, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm, and it's like, I can't believe I'm, I'm in Southern California, and I'm doing what I've always really wanted to do is comedy. You're mm-hmm. doing it. I, yeah. I, I can't believe it. I, You're doing it. Uh, you know, <laughs> just walking up to the comedy store today, yeah. I was like, looking at the wall. I'm like, I can't believe. I, I is this real? Sometimes is this really happening? Yeah. Wow. Is this really happening? And then, you know, a few weeks ago, I had dinner with some old friends from HBO and ESPN, and you know, talking to them about some things. And I, I, I never thought in a million years I would get back to a life like that. I ha- that I have. Yeah. I'm, I'm very blessed. Very blessed. Life beyond our wildest dreams. Well beyond. Well when you beyond. first, when you first. Uh, came into recovery when people would say you can have a life beyond your wildest dreams did you believe them no neither did i no and now we have it yeah isn't that crazy i can't believe the three of us are sitting here right i'm looking at the comedy store and i know and we're on on the is this no really is this we're really we're really really happening we're really we're really gonna air it it's gonna it's gonna go out in the world and people do it's interesting i um i've had people who've been on the show get recognized that they'll say oh they'll 
Did I hear you on Twelve Questions? Or I'll be in um, I'll be in another state, like doing a road gig, and I had a comic come up to me afterwards and say, "I didn't know you were Anna from Twelve Questions," and I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy!" So this does reach people, and it does like help that's people. awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, so you're saying your resilience is uh, your your biggest discovery. Yeah, I yeah I just you just don't figure that it's gonna at, like I said at 58 you don't you just don't figure it's like. And you sit there and you go, well, it's pretty much over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, but, you know, this somehow, uh, I think the sports background, too, had a little to do. I, I remember You're competitive, yeah. It's, it's, uh, Muhammad Ali was always my idol. Oof. Muhammad Ali. Good idol. I grew, grew up, and, and I remember thinking about when he got knocked down by Joe Frazier in, the, in their first fight. Mm-hmm. A huge left hook. I mean, mm-hmm. it would have knocked it would have knocked out a horse, and he mm-hmm. got up. And somehow, <laughs> somehow that kept flashing in my mind, getting yeah. up. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that's the, I think part of the sports background helps. You Oof. know what got me through my first year of comedy when I would bomb? I would say, "Remember when you got your butt kicked by an old man in a tournament in front of like 150 people?" <laughs> and I would be like, "Oh yeah, you've." You've actually had your literal ass handed to you. You're fine. <laughs> that was just some people in a coffee shop that like didn't like your joke. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 in, in doing the comedy, too, I'm terrifying getting up. I was terrified getting up doing comedy. I mean, <laughs> I was more terrified doing comedy than I was going into the mission or, really? or breaking up those fights. <laughs> to be fair, there's probably the same amount of homeless people here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but they're here. <laughs> well, that's crazy, man. What is your level of honesty in your life today? One to ten. Or like whatever. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say nine. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's because I can't I can't live to I can't live two lives I I have to kind of I have to be in the moment and be in touch with where where I'm at like even when you get on stage Anna you know yeah. you got and you guys you have to you have to come from wherever you're at yeah mm-hmm. and if I you know my level I mean if I start being dishonest first with myself yeah. and then I start being dishonest with other people I'm. How how long am I going to last in recovery? Exactly. Yeah. You know, I I have to stay stay present, stay honest, and be you know just let let it out. Even if it even if it's difficult, if I'm in the truth, I'm going to have a certain level of serenity. And if I, if I'm if I'm living a lie, I'm never going to have a level of serenity. Right. You have no chance. Yeah. What would you say? How do you deal with fear and anxiety today? I I love uh, the ocean helps me. I'm I'm in the You're ocean. surfer. I'm in the hey. ocean. I'm I'm a bodyboarder and a body surfer. Okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh I'm in the ocean a lot and it's that that helps me a lot to just working out and yeah. and being in the ocean, the swimming and 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 that that helps a lot with the anxiety, and it, there's some fear in the water too. I, I'm out there. I'm you know six. I'm going to be 64 years old, wow. and uh, you're out there, and the, you know the waves. And you the look rip. great, man. You look Thank great. You. You're standing. You're moving. Yeah. That's awesome. It's uh, it, and it's it that helps a lot. And, yeah. And and the fear in the it's the fact the fear in the, I have a, I have buddies I talk to all the time. We're, mm-hmm. we're in touch on we're on touch texting each other all Aww. day. Mm-hmm. My buddy's in recovery, and like. No matter what's going on, I I could just 
you know, I got some. I have. There's always somebody there to talk to. I don't have to. It, I don't have to sit in my head with anything. Oof. Yeah. Because if I sit in my head, as we as we all know, mm-hmm. I sit in there and I churn it. Anything that goes on just between these ears and doesn't have input from somebody else in recovery, it's probably not going to go well. Yeah. 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 I have to talk it out with somebody. I. I totally, yeah. I went to see a therapist today. It was our first session, and she was like asking me questions. And new therapist like, oh. alert. Yeah, new therapist <laughs> alert. Um, and I was, she was asking me questions, and I was just like, I'm, I've been in recovery for like 15 years. I've worked the steps a couple of times. And she was like, I'm so glad that that works for you. And I was like, but show me somebody who it doesn't work for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you actually do it, it does work, you know? And I do need to talk to, like, say, sometimes I'll get on stage and I realize I haven't checked in with anybody before I've been on stage. And the thing that comes out of me, I'm just like, blah, like unfiltered, like, blah. Like, okay, hold on. I forgot to share in my home group today and I'm crazy. But. What is your character defect that you have to still work on the most today? Self-absorption, self-centeredness, and, and, you know, it's, well, how does this, like, thinking that everything in the world is, how does this affect me? Mm -hmm. You know, it it seems the more I'm out of myself, out of my own head, and you know, my, talking to my sponsees, talking to, you know, t- listening, connecting with other people. Like the, this is therapy today. We're all, we're all you know, yeah, talking recovery. Talking. And this is, this is like, you know, anything that gets me out of self. Yeah. That my biggest character defect is is definitely just self centeredness. So it's, you know, self absorption. Yeah. That's that's my biggest character defect by far, and it affects everything. How how? It's like it's just. No matter what situation I get go into, if I'm thinking about how does that situation affect me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I lose the whole picture. I lo- yeah. that's, then I'm a slave to my fear. I'm afraid of not getting something I want or, or losing something I have. And if I like, like in comedy, like go, like going into a show and yeah. be and like getting in touch with the whole show and you know, like you know. Uh, just getting into my uh, my friend's comedy, my other friend's comedy, you know. But if I sit there thinking, how how am I going to look? How's my show going to go? I'm miserable. Yeah, I'm miserable when I'm when I'm shut. I am. I have this habit, and you know, and it's it's part of the alcoholism. It's part mm-hmm. of the disease. I implode on myself. Yeah. I have to constantly keep from imploding on myself yeah. and just you know putting the blinders on. But if if uh, if I don't have those blinders on. I feel a lot better. I just feel more connected to the whole world, and yeah. that's and that, that, that's the disease being disconnected from everything. Yeah, I try to watch every comic on every show that I go up on. You sit there, you absorb the room, you absorb people around you, you see where the energy's at. At Mike's, not so much, but a show, I will sit there and I will watch every person's set to make sure I don't have a shitty set. I'm like, oh, there's this one person in the crowd. Oh, we got a heckler over there. Oh, the room's this way. People are looking that way. Oh, they've already touched on that topic, so I'm not going to double down on this topic. I'm going to pull this out. I'm going to push this one in. And I think that's a lot like life. But I think also just the experience of interacting with people. Absolutely. Because if I'm in my head about, like, how this is how I want this to go, Mm. then I'm 
I'm losing already because I'm powerless over people, places, and things. I'm oh, yeah. powerless over the audience. I'm powerless over the stage. Mm-hmm. And I'm powerless over I'm, how I'm heard. You know, I just have to do my best to connect to them. Yeah, you'll leave on the wrong train tracks if, yeah. if you don't. If you're not, if you have your blinders on, then you're just gonna go into this place where you know you're not gonna do well yeah. that day. That's that. That's been my experience. So and we I all agree. do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we bite it constantly yeah. from the minute I open my eyes. Yeah. Let's crazy. get back into that burning building. Where's my coffee? Yeah. How do I want my coffee? Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> what am I gonna watch? Yeah, exactly. I'm special. <laughs> exactly. That's funny. How do you experience forgiveness? How do I experience forgiveness? Either okay. give, take, whatever's. You know, I, I I try to put my I try to put myself in somebody else's shoes. I, I try to like again, like I, I, I try to get out of myself. Like we were talk we, uh we talk, I was talking with some friends last night about uh parents, forget our uh, parents forgiving uh, like forgiving your parents. Mm-hmm. And uh and it's like you can I I couldn't find any peace until I realized that there were two human beings just yeah. doing the best they could mm. at yeah. the time. Yeah, that gives at me that chills. Time. That gives me chills because that's every single household for the most part. Yeah, we're, we're doing the mm. best, and, and even the people that, that that piss us off on a daily. I'm look. I'm, I look at people who's somebody's. I don't like this about them, or I don't like that about their arrogant, their big bad, their 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 self centered, and yeah. but I'm like. I gotta realize that they're doing the best they can at that moment, yeah. and 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 that that helps me. That helps me a lot. Yeah. And and then when I'm looking at somebody else, I, I was just talking to a uh, with a friend about this the other day. Here I was. I, I have a son. He's in Florida. G- great kid. I'm very lucky. I was I was an absentee father for ten years. Mm-hmm. I was an absentee father, a no show in the kid's life, right? And we have a wonderful relationship today because of recovery. Wow. Now, if I'm I'm picking other people apart, the nerve, where do I get the nerve? Mr. Absentee Father wasn't even there for his own kid for 10 years, right? Was that, where the, do I, was that during the Vegas time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where do I, where, the, the nerve for me to judge somebody. Right. Where do I get the goal <laughs> to judge somebody when I if I look at my own resume? Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the only time you want to turn the mirror back on yourself is during like the good times, you know. Otherwise, you're like, hey, let me turn this mirror around. I don't like the way it looks. And, and, and my 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 son has been so gracious in forgiving me. <sighs> wow. How can I how can I turn around and be unforgiving to other people? Yeah, that's beautiful, man. Is he in uh, the children's pro? Like, what, what's that program called? There's all kinds of them. There's ACA. Oh, yeah. ACA. There's Al-Anon, yeah. There's all of those. Is he? Does no, he take part no, in that? No, he's just. Wow. He's just naturally. I, I marvel at him because I, I looked at him a few months ago, and I said, "It took your old man almost sixty years to have what you have naturally." <laughs> wow, that's so sweet. Uh, you pass it on to him. <laughs> you give him all the good stuff. <laughs> And I, lo- I don't want to get too much, but I, I just I love when he, he sends me a text. Pops, he calls me Pops, uh, and it's just like I, I'm I'm blessed. Yeah. I'm blessed to have a, a you know a son that that has seen past you know yeah. my fault 
and has and you know treats me like you know treats me with respect and love. That's beautiful, man. How That's often amazing. do you see him? Uh, he's in Florida, so I don't. Mm-hmm. We see. I see him like uh, three times a year. Three times. times a year. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. good. Yeah. That's Shit, I don't good. see my parents. We had, <laughs> we had a. We had a. I had a dream. Come, six months ago, he was out here, and I've always dreamed about body surfing with my son. Mm-hmm. And we got to. We got to get get in the water together. Oh man, body it was a great. What a great day. That's amazing. And we went to a, we went to Georgia Stadium and. Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, I took him to the mission too. He, 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 he I got took, to see the. He, he got, got he got yeah. the real Hollywood tour. That's yeah, what that is. Got, he, I took him to the mission, but you know, I, I want I you know I'm not gonna you know I want him to see reality, and you know and and you know I want him to learn from my mistakes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's so interesting when I'm doing those tours. A family will ask me a kind of out of morbid curiosity, especially foreigners, especially Australians. They say. You know, there's no, there's a lot of homelessness here. And I go, yeah, we actually have the largest population of homeless people in the United States. And um, we have a concentration of it in our downtown area. And they'll say, can we go down there and see that? And I go, no. (laughs) 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 Nope. (laughs) It's a little out of the way. And also, like, it's not, it's beautiful that you showed him that from the perspective of, like, this is how far I've come. Like wow. what a beautiful, what a beautiful thing to share. That's something. It's a, that's a testament to your work and your recovery. That's so Thank huge. You. That's so Thank crazy. You. And I go back to the mission every. I'm the Easter Bunny for four years now. In Hilarious. The You're the Easter Bunny, I'm the, Logan. I'm the that's Easter so Bunny at the Midnight Mission. That is that's cool. So it's a lot of. It's a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun on Easter <laughs> oh Sunday. Oh my gosh! Could you imagine if an Easter Bunny was like, "Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Easter Bunny." I can imagine a guy seeing the Easter Bunny walk, and he's like, "I thought I was clean." <laughs> <laughs> I'm an Easter Bunny. <laughs> Here's your candy, kid. That's so sweet. Oh my gosh. What's been the most interesting amends that you've had to give? The most interesting amends? I would say. Most interesting amends. I'm going to. I would have to say to. uh, To my sister. To my sister. Okay. Uh, my mom, my mom passed away last year and I, you know, and I was, you know, when I was in my, you know, in my disease, right. You know, I I was a strain on the family. I was a drain on the family. I really was. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my mom had to go into a facility and I was able, and my sister was just, she was swamped with her own stuff. And, you know, I was, I was an absentee brother and son there too. I was able to. To take care of my mom, to take care of uh, the the funeral, and I was able to make amends. My my sister, you know, would, would, you know, she was the good kid. She was always the good kid. I was always, you know, getting all the attention because I was, you know, I was the problem child. I was more of the problem child. Yeah. And so, where are you? Where are you from? Brooklyn, New York. And they were you in Brooklyn. Hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, did, I didn't want a stereotype. <laughs> Forget about it. Hey, <laughs> fucking hey. no. But you know, make but being able to be there now for my sister, mm-hmm. who's who's having who's having some problems, health problems, and everything, and to be able to be a man in the family again, to be to be a you know, my sister can lean on me now instead of like, yeah, you know, instead of oh, oh, you know, here he now here he goes again, you know, oh, mm-hmm. you know, 
You know, my well, you know, and I was, you know, we we become we were we're a drain on our family. We're a drain, and we don't realize how how much of a drain we put. I'm not hurting, you know. It was I'm not hurt. I'm here in Vegas. I'm not hurting anybody but me. Yeah, but they're um, out there worrying. Yeah, they're yeah. yeah worrying. You're calling them at different times. You know, half in half in the bag, half drunk. You know, yeah. always always feeling sorry for yourself, so they're worried about you. You're depressed, or you're anxious, mm-hmm. or you you're always when when you're out there drinking and using or whatever you're doing there's always you're always there's always a problem mm-hmm. yeah it's not like you it's not like out of sight out of mind you know yeah. you're, you're part of their blood they can like you know relate right. to you they care right but there's that i what you were saying about there's always a problem it's i, I get what you're saying because we used to see that a lot when someone's in their disease there's always a problem that they have to call and report on or they come in and they're like you would not believe what somebody did to me while I was trying to shoplift today. I was, you know, I was just trying to shoplift and this guy came up to me and held me accountable for my actions. What an asshole. And you're like, wait, but what? <laughs> Hold on. Let me repeat back what you just said. And they'd be like, Anna, you're so mean and walk away. <laughs> this is about right, right? So there's always, uh, there was Hilarious. always a problem. Always. always. When I was using, my friends used to call me Anna drama because I would show up and I would always have like, oh my God, I got a speeding ticket. Well, how fast? As were you going 86 and a 45 you know i was like can you believe it and they were like yeah you dummy <laughs> so, always yeah always a pro- always it, i you know i'm trying to think back now the question maybe i'm trying to think if i've ever talked to somebody in my life that was in the disease and they said, I'm doing wonderful. Everything is yeah. great. Yikes. It's smooth sailing. I'm having a good old time. It's uh, To give you an idea, I think it was like right before you got sober when you told me the story of your roommate and you getting in a fight. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, because you were like, well, you know, everything's going, but my motherfucking roommate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Oh, the world is great, but my, the, my living existence area yeah. is a fucking nightmare. It had just... Somebody put hands on me. I had to put hands on them. We're all fucking yeah. fighting. Called the LAPD, but otherwise, it's great. It's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A, a person not in their disease would have gotten the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The what about that's crazy? I'm like, no, nah, but the rent's cheap. I get to, I, I save so much money living in this chaos. You know, it, it, all I had to do is put up with a couple fights, just people eating my fucking food, people shitting on the fucking floor. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's crazy, man. That's crazy, but that is the way to put it. It's like, and, and that's stressful on our families because they just want to make sure that we're all our loved ones want is to know that they're we're gonna be okay. And when we always have a problem, it's never it's we, never okay. We we wear we really do wear people out. We wear them out. I'm a uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a long long term recovery from. Uh, Las Vegas, I remember he used to share this. He, and this is a really sad fact about it. if you stay out there, use it. He said, he goes, the sad fact is that if we stay out there drinking and using, by the time we die, people are glad to see us go. And it's, it's, it's really sad, but it's really, really but it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. It's a true fact. It's true. My, my dad died with 20 years, and my mom died using. And the difference in the funeral alone, you know, it was packed to the, cause when people die in recovery, it's packed to the rafters. Everybody's there. It's, it's like, it, it goes from a funeral to a meeting 
uh, seamlessly. It just it just happens. It's the craziest thing, and it's a, it's a beautiful experience. It's a celebration of somebody going. And then when somebody dies using, it is just sad and tragic. And there is a sense of relief from the family. But there's a mixture of guilt with that as well. Because you're like, well, how do I... We failed how them. Am I we supposed failed to, them, yeah. Well, not just that. Like, how, how am I supposed to process this? You know what I mean? It's like how... I'm, you know, I'm on the one hand, I'm super sad that they're gone. On the other hand, I'm super relieved because they're a lot. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like, it's, there's been so much damage that's done. And so it's a completely different, having had the opportunity to see both of those things, it really colors the way it's like, well, I I don't want to go out like that. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, we've all been to those funerals where it's like, especially somebody who just goes out suddenly and relapses and then dies immediately. That is the worst thing in the world. That's that, that's the hardest funeral. They always used Mm -hmm. to say that they used to tell you to get a good suit or a good dress when you first get here, because you're going to go to a ton of weddings and a ton of funerals. And, um, and that's true. That's true. I have a wedding and funeral dress in my closet. It's gray. It works for both. <laughs> but um, sorry, I really brought down the mood. <laughs> no, 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 it's it's it's, it's real. That's that's, that's yeah. That's real. And you know, my, my father, my father was an alcoholic, yeah. and he and he and it, it pains me to admit this, but when when he died, and he didn't die of alcoholism per se, he died again. But it's like always little complications from it. But, that was but my mom. there was there was a feeling of relief, and it might have it might even been the biggest feeling I had. I was sad, but it there was definitely a feeling of it's oh it's, it's finally over. Yeah. Wow. It's finally over. Yeah. It's and, the weirdest thing. And so, when did he pass? Uh, 1984. Oh my heavens! Wow. I'm gonna make you cry. I was two years old. Alex wasn't even a person. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was. A, I was a zygote. <laughs> God, I'm old. Wow. 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 You know what? You know what? I, 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 I gotta go. I don't even know why I'm bothering with this recovery. Why, 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 why would I bother with it? I used to do Thank that. you so much. When Thank was, you for clearing that up for me. When I was when I was first clean, I used to do that. I was such a punk, and there were you know how people because people used to share back in the day. They'd be like, I you know i spilled more dope than you shot and it's like well maybe if you weren't so fucking old like that's, like, <laughs> that's what we used to be like maybe if you weren't so fucking old you wouldn't just drop in your money on the floor you dummy but like they they so one of the the reverse of that the way i used to punk the old timers is they would take a cake for like you know however many years and i would walk up and i would be like you know what i was this many when you got i was that i was two years old when you got clean and they'd be like get the fuck out of here with that (laughs) get so mad at me (laughs) you have no stripes to talk to me (laughs) get out of here i don't even like you anymore (laughs) you know see I, i i I'm only coming up on five years, so I, I won't get that. I won't get that kind of heat. Oh, I thank, was. Thank God I didn't get sober sooner. <laughs> <laughs> thank God. It's true. It's true. Because I used to because they'd be like, especially where we work, the kids would be like, I don't. You just don't know what it's like to be young. And I was like, I didn't get here old, dude. <laughs> I got old. So you'd see every one of these gray hairs. It's one of you. <laughs> So that's so fun. How do you maintain your recovery on a daily basis? Like, what's your daily routine like? My 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 daily uh, well, I, I my daily routine. I go to a lot of 
I go to I, I connect you with work friends. It. I I yeah. I I go to uh, I go to various you know recovery groups. Yeah. Uh, you know. You pretty, go to our secret societies. Uh, secret secret, secret societies. <laughs> and um, you know I I like just, Skull and Bones has an AA or something. <laughs> <laughs> I I can I just connect with with other people in recovery a, a lot. Most yeah. of most of my friends are in recovery. Yeah. You know I I surround myself with people in the lifestyle and you know I do. You know, I make sure I, I connect with the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, at least five days a week, four or five days a week, wow. I connect with the ocean. What beach? Uh, Venice. Venice, nice. Venice Breakwater. I'm always down there in the water Yay. and just. You know, I see. You know, I know people down there. All the lifeguards. I know all the lifeguards, and you know, people that work down there. And it's nice. a, it's just, it's the opposite of where I was. Because when I was in Las Vegas. I was in. I'm in this apartment in this horrible relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I lived my life in a four block radius. What was the relationship? It was. It was with. Uh, she was. She was. She was. Okay. <laughs> Not that my resume is great. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you about this say. piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was. She was. You know, she was. Uh, She's a, an active alcoholic and addict. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of psych uh, psych issues, mm-hmm. a lot of psychological issues. But boy, was she great! She hey, was fun. <laughs> yeah. boy, was she fun! Real shot of life. But, but it was just, it was, it was just a horrible. It was, it was like the movie uh, D- uh, Days of Wine and Roses. I don't know if you ever oh, seen. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was, it was, it was like that. It was, it was just two people in, in their alcoholism mm-hmm. and living an alcoholic life in the bars and just going back to the apartment. Mm-hmm. And it was dark and it was sad. It was just, it was a horrible. Way. And now the life I have today is the complete opposite is the complete opposite i'm out i'm in nature i'm 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 with people uh with good people and you know aside from the relationship you know the other people that are surrounding the bars and the and the alcohol and the drugs i mean it's it's drama it's there's backstabbing there's no loyalty there's no real friendship it's it's a horrible way to live and and my my life today is in every way, the opposite. It's yeah. an, I have good people around me. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm out of myself. I'm out of that dark hole. And it was, it was really dark at the end in Vegas. It was really dark. There's mm. no emotional intimacy in those bars. There's just people talking at each other. Yeah, it's, you know. Whereas what we get to experience in our little secret societies is emotional, <laughs> emotional intimacy. We get that, which surprisingly helps us stay sane and connected and feel like people. You know, it's like that's that's the key thing is connection and vulnerability. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and and, and you're right. The the bar and that whole world is the opposite. It's, you, you're completely disconnected from everybody. You, yeah. You, there, there's no real connection. Yeah. Because everybody's tell, just telling stories. Mm. Yeah. Everybody's telling. You're just telling stories. There's no reliving there's no, moments, and that's yeah, your entire life. Yeah, there's the, you'll see, it was interesting, like, coming into the comedy world, it was interesting watching people do that, because I hadn't seen it in a very long time, so it was this weird moment of, like, oh, wow, everybody's doing that thing, Mm -hmm. and then when you come up to them, and you're, like, me and you, and you're, like, how are you doing, man, and you make eye contact, and you listen to them, it's, like, a completely different experience, it's an interesting way to navigate through this world, 
It's beautiful. It's, it's fun. It, sometimes it, it, it's a bit much, but it's good. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, hey, man, how's it going? And they're like, I pooped today. And you're like, too much. <laughs> Pull it back. A little too intimate. Exactly. <laughs> a little TMI for you. Um, what's your relationship with your higher power like? Uh, my high, my my higher power. It, it's interesting. I'm I'm at a place right now where, at first, it was the the recovery community was my higher power because mm-hmm. these people were pa- certainly a power greater than myself that found a way yeah. to stay sober. Absolutely. All right. So that, but it's it's. And it, I love that because that's practical. I was worried about the well because there are some people that then when they start to explore the idea of a higher power, they're like, "Well, what is this grand idea gonna be?" And it's like. Bro, it's not Voltron. Just make it simple. Just make it the make it the thing. Make it the thing for now, and then it, you'll experience it. That's what'll happen. You don't like you don't you don't know what God is. You experience what God is, and you have to live your life to do it. That's it. I'm sorry, that's just my piece. Yeah, that's. Please tell me your experience. <laughs> this is this is so much better than the bar, though. You talk away. This is so much better. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I really feel like I'm, like I'm getting to know you guys. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is, this is what it's about, this right? This is here. really what it's about. Yeah. So it was the group, and then what? It was a group, and then uh, it's funny. The ocean. The I, I started yeah. when I was in the ocean. I just, I, I just, it, I can't explain it. It's really hard to put into words. But being in the water and feeling that. The wave take take me and just seeing the sky, the vastness of the sky and yeah. the ocean. I just I, this sounds really great, but you can see the Pacific Ocean from space, from deep space. You see, yeah. that's what. I, mm-hmm. And it's just, I, it's just, I just was thinking one day, and and maybe this is just my insanity, but but it just the vastness of the ocean and space. I just felt it. Just felt I was connected. That the whole thing was. Yeah. part of my higher power it was part of the you know the expanse of the whole universe the energy in the universe and i you know i i've i grew up i grew up in a uh my mom was a baptist whoa she was baptist and my father was a drunk <laughs> so That's, so yeah. so dad so you're saying catholic so <laughs> so dad dad drank she prayed uh-huh. yeah right so right away i got the idea that god doesn't do anything Right. He's still drinking. She's mm. praying. He's still drinking. So God, and and as a bonus, if you do anything wrong or think anything wrong, you get thrown into a lake of fire. Right. I'm like, oh, this is this is a bad deal. Yeah. Right. So I had I had a real resentment towards religion, towards God, and you know I've it, I've completely got gotten away from that resentment of mm-hmm. the punishing God who's gonna you know who's gonna mm. you know brutalize you if you do anything wrong or think anything wrong and now it's just it's kind of an energy the energy that binds us all together you know in, yeah. in the universe I, and you know I I don't it, I, it it doesn't really have a personality yeah. to it it's just more of an energy yeah. yeah and it's I you know I probably know more what God isn't and what he is. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what it's like to be in the dark, in the darkness. Yeah. And I feel like somehow I'm in, I'm walking in the light now. Yeah. And that, that, that's, that's, that's the only description I get. Other than that... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's beautiful. What is something you would tell... And this conversation has been fabulous. We have reached the last question. What is... What is what do you want to give away 
on this podcast is somebody just like you. That guy sleeping in the sleeping in the bunk at the at, at the midnight mission. Like, what would you tell that person? I would tell them that no matter what, no. If you stay in this deal and don't walk out of that building, and as I tell, I tell my my sponsor, I have a sponsee mm -hmm. I, uh, at the at, at at the mission currently, yeah. and I tell him all the time. You stay, and I promise you, I promise you, if you stay and don't leave no matter what, you stay, don't pick up a drink, and do these suggestions, you know, connect in recovery, do all, mm -hmm. do, do all the things that we do, I promise you a life beyond your wildest dreams. And I, and I tell them, I didn't believe it. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe it, but it happened for me. And if it can happen for somebody who is on the scrap heap at 58 years old on Skid Row, and I can have the life I have today, anybody can have it. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I would tell them. Aw, that's the best. Beautiful. Never happened. too late. It's never too late. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... um all right. Well, do you want people to be able to find you on this podcast? Do you want them to tweet at you or? Uh, Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I'm, What's on your... I'm, on, I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook, Logan mm. Hobson. Logan tweet, Hobson. tweet is from like a an app called Twitter that he we have. Knows yeah. <laughs> you can I'm hit on, him if I'm you on, want. I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's your Instagram? That's so funny. Uh, Cal Body Surface. C-A-L-B-D-Y-S-F-R. Nice. nice. Cal Body Surface. Awesome. Are you on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. Okay, well, we're, as a comedian, we're going to have to work on that. It's important. <laughs> That's That's important. you got to be able to promote those hot fl <laughs> flyers. I forgot. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't mean Instagram. He meant Telegram, though. You can send him a Telegram. <laughs> the fact that you're on the gram, though, you're ahead of the game. You were ahead of the game. Wait, wait, is there a Western Union now? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there a Western Union close to here? I could go to and yeah. let them know. If Rides you, off on a if, horse. If you have a, a telegraph machine, you could just send him some Morse code. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be sending SOS. Da -da -da -da. Put a post-it on a pigeon. You guys are crazy. Oh, pigeon. You can send a, a black crow to... Uh... Yeah, smoke signals. Yeah. Um, Alex, where can people find you? Uh, I'm on all social media at Dapper Duong, D-A-P-P-E-R-D-U-O-N-G. Got tons of shows coming up, so holler at me. We've been having a good time out here. Anna. Uh, I just burped. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Anna V is fun on Twitter and Instagram. You can also um, find me on my website, AnnaValenzuela.com and all the other social medias. Um, and check out my other podcast, Brouhaha Podcast on the Unpops Network. And uh, if you're listening to the, Well, first off, Logan, if no one's told you this today, we love you. Thank you so much for Love you guys. Love Thank you, you so much. Thank and you so Alex, much. if nobody's told you this today, I love you, man. Oh, I love you too. And if you're listening to this today, we love you. We love you guys. Yay, bye. Bye. I'll make sure um, that we edit out any specific mentions of fellowships. Oh. I'll just <laughs> Hilarious. No, thank you so thank you. Thank you for doing it. Logan. Right? Pleasure having you in here, man. Yeah. Good God. Yeah, so how this podcast got started was I